Welcome to episode number 33. 33. Of the, yeah, 33. 33. Of the loser hour. Naked yeah. gun, 33 in the third. Yeah, 33. I am joined by Nick Jackson once again. He, he, what up? On the, I don't know, fucking how many, out of the 33, at least 10. Uh, yeah, pretty <laughs> at, least, at, least, well, at, at least. At least a quarter. At least a quarter of the episodes I've been on. Yeah. So. But it's been a while. Um, let yeah. me see. Uh, I, I have them. I think like twenty six. Uh, was that one of the last ones I was on? Twenty seven. You were close. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Uh, I think in that one I said that the uh, uh, the Niners and the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl. We talked. Yeah, you probably did. We yeah. talked. We talked about the that was just like New Year's resolutions and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your heart was show. your heart was broken. Oh my god! I mean, it was a great fucking game. Oh hey, it was a good game. And it's just it sucks that you know they when you just couldn't keep it up. When you have skin in the game, it it makes it not as enjoyable. But when you don't, all you root for is a good game. And yeah, I I yeah. really enjoyed that this year's Super Bowl. It was a really fucking good game. I didn't care who won. Uh, part of me was hoping that the Niners lost just because of so many. I, you, you know how this is being a Dodger fan. You know how the fucking San Francisco fans are. It's yeah. just, God, dude, it's like the, the Niner fans were just so. I worked with a couple that were fucking so obnoxious that it's just like, oh, I no, get it's it. Everywhere. I get it. I understand. And, yeah. But but it's like no like people like you and Cody that are like you know there are Niner fans that are just like you know I would be if they won I'd be super happy for you guys because you'd be like fucking so stoked and you wouldn't be bragging about it and shit but there are those Niner fans that are just like oh fucking bang bang Niner gang we here and all this shit and it's like shut the fuck up dude where were you last year when you <laughs> oh, were fucking man. horrible like oh, like man. three three thirteen like oh, sorry, four that, twelve it's whatever like, you want to call it. That's why I, I can't hate on Bad. Raiders fans because Raiders fans stick there whether they're garbage or not. Like they're just they're through and through the Raider Nation. They don't give a fuck. Well, I, I, I know quite a few that are actually through and well yeah. through well, now, now, they're, they're, now, they're, well, now that they're going to Vegas. Yeah, but hey, you know you know yeah. fucking Chris. He's he's diehard Raider fan and he's oh, all he's Little all Chris? He's yeah, a, he's, he's a, all down he's for this fan? new yeah. Oh, no, Paco, he's a big Raider fan. Shit. Yeah, he he fucking. I don't know he, about that guy anymore. And he'll be he'll be fucking. He's all in on on Vegas. He's he's all he's all ready to go. He's going double or nothing. Yeah, he thinks that they're gonna get Tom Brady and all this shit. No. Yeah, he thinks that Brady's gonna go there, and I'm like, dude, you're fucking retarded. Tom Brady. Dude, Tom Brady's I, I, not going. I know you. I know you'll be listening, Chris. I love you, but you're fucking retarded because Tom Brady will never Damn, go. Damn, Chris. Like Tom Brady is going to stay with the Patriots, or he's going to go to the Colts. And those are the only two options because if he wants to win now, those are the only two teams that he can win now with. He only has two or three years left. I mean, realistically, his his age. You know what? If he if he if he goes back to New England, I'm, I have a feeling he could probably play another. What is what? Forty two. He'll be forty two yeah. this year. He could play till he's 45, 46. Oh no, he'll he'll definitely play till forty seven. He he he's got another solid just, five years. Just with him. his his just the way he he takes care of himself and everything. Yeah. But he has to go to a team that is win now ready. He yeah. can't go to a team like the Raiders that's okay. We're three four years away because he doesn't have that time. And I love how people say, and when I say people, I mean Raider fans. You are not. Just a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. No, yeah, you're not. You're so full uh, of he, shit. He, this is another thing that Chris was really pissed about uh, is that Kyler Murray won the uh, Offensive Player of the Year, mm-hmm. 
rookie of the, or offensive rookie offensive of the year, rookie, yeah. and and Josh Jacobs didn't. It's like, dude, Jacobs missed like three or four games. It's not saying that he wasn't great. He was great mm-hmm. for a rookie running back. But dude, Kyler Murray played every game. And remember in the beginning of the year where everybody was like, this guy's gonna suck. He's not gonna do shit. He's gonna be horrible. And, and he, he fucking, tied. He he exceeded everyone's expectations. And the dude looks like he's gonna be a legit NFL quarterback. And, and the biggest the biggest diss out of the entire season for Kyler Murray actually came from the Arizona Diamondbacks <laughs> when the A's went out to Arizona to play interleague. They had him throw out the first pitch. Oh my god! You remember that? I didn't. I oh didn't. my god! That's good stuff right oh there. Oh god! That's that, I, that's I good. I feel for I feel that's for the good. A's. I, I what they take him the first round, like the eighth pick or some shit. Like he that. was their first round pick. Uh, 2018. Yeah, what happens with that? You get you get compensated. With ba- a pick, yeah, basically but. he uh, basically yeah, he had uh, well for one, I mean he gave back all the money. Which, yeah, I mean it's well, yeah, you nothing give, to him, but uh, but yeah, I think the A's get uh, supplemented with something. Yeah, it sucks though because that's a top like yeah. a top ten pick is a legit like that's an important pick right there. Yeah, and that hasn't happened in a while. I know like Russell Wilson. And those guys were drafted, but Russell Wilson wasn't yeah. drafted high in the MLB no, draft. No, 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 no. The MLB draft goes deep. So, There's well, a lot of he, rounds. Uh, and I was going to say, uh, he, was, he was part of Rule 5, right? Um, no, Rule well, 5. no, no, no. He was. Oh, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, became I'm, I'm, of, he became, he became part a part of it. Rule 5. That's what it was. Okay. But he, uh, the Rule 5 happens after a certain yeah, round. After that, a while. And, yeah, yeah, that's when he wound up, I believe, with the Yankees. Because he was with the, he was drafted by the Rangers. And he would show up to spring training with the Rangers, mm-hmm. and he would play spring training. And then he went to um, through the Rule Five, like the minor league Rule Five draft, because he never played a major league game or anything. Yeah. He went over to the Yankees and did some stuff over there. He he showed up for Wild. spring training one year, but uh, yeah, th- that's that's I don't know. Kyler Murray. I I think he would have been great either way. Baseball probably would have been a better choice. He'd probably get more longevity out of that. Yeah, I don't see and him he'd make more money that way. Yeah, I don't see him playing. But maybe more he, than ten years. Maybe in a, maybe in a he home. likes football more. Maybe he he probably saw the dollar signs more. And I mean, I'm not saying everybody's he, driven by. It. Uh. <laughs> Fucking who cares? Somebody <laughs> knocking. Who gives a shit? Go away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, it could be it could be taller designs. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, clearly, yeah. There. I mean, I think in overall, I think I think he definitely should have stayed with. Uh, definitely should have stayed with Oakland. Definitely should have stayed with baseball. Yeah, it would have been a smarter decision. Yeah. There, there. I don't know why it would be seeing dollar signs. There'd be more. There's more money in baseball. You make more money over the long term in baseball. Maybe yeah. with sponsorships and stuff with the NFL, you make more money. But yeah, that's probably team, that's probably team, what he's going team for. deals and stuff like that. But yeah. dude, baseball is changing right now with the Nike endorsements and all this kind of stuff. Like all their jerseys now being made by Nike. Oh uh, yeah, they're not majestic anymore. Oh, they have fucking the swoosh on them, and it is very, very, very weird. But it is it's a change, and it's I don't coming. Know how to feel about that? Um, you'll notice it when you see their jerseys. When yeah. you see them wearing their, just go look at the Dodgers promo pictures. Yeah, fuck okay, it. You'll see. You'll quick. see it. They're fucking. They're super noticeable. They're right on the fucking front. But it it is what it is. But that's mm-hmm. a big. That's a big sign for. Yeah, for things to come. Yeah, and a lot of these baseball players, they you know they're what. There is a swoosh. Yeah, there's a swoosh on there. Justin Turner's lapel. Mm-hmm. Now that I pointed it out. You'll be seeing it everywhere. Like you'll just yeah. be like, what the fuck? I don't know about that. It takes some getting used to for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tied with the White Sox today. 
Well, that's uh, let's let's training, let's maybe. talk let's talk baseball because uh, let's go baseball. I'm I'm into my prime baseball. We'll at the end we'll we'll talk baseball and then we'll, like preview the season and everything, and then at the end of that. We'll just touch on this Astro stuff. I don't want to talk about this baseball scandal that much. No? Not that much. We'll, we'll that talk much? about it. We'll talk about it at the end because it pisses me off. I don't want to talk about it that Oh, it pisses you off. It pisses me off and for reasons that you, know. you, you, know. you know, but people will be surprised by. Yeah. Um, let, let's just talk baseball that doesn't make me pissed off because baseball's back. And let's talk about the Dodgers then. Yeah, well, you can talk. Yeah, <laughs> the Dodgers did nothing this offseason but add my favorite baseball player that for the last five years, uh, somebody who I think is is on the level of Mike Trout, and now you have him and Cody Bellinger. It's not fucking fair. At least I get to see Mookie Betts play in San Francisco. Like a, a we're, actually gonna, we're actually yeah. going to have to go to a game. This I, year. At least I get to see him play, and yeah. and that's going to be cool. Yeah. So it's like you know I I, I it, it's 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 something that you know I understand that that was the big trade David Price Mookie Betts getting traded to the Dodgers um, they sent a uh, Verdugo over to the Do- mm-hmm. or, uh, to the Red Sox with um, well the initial deal was it was it was all weird it got fuck, fucked up through a medical yeah. so there was a, the initial deal didn't have that Jeter Downs guy in it mm-hmm. it was just Verdugo and Ken- and Kenta going to Kenta going to Minnesota and then a minor league pitcher going f- to Boston for that. And then Mookie and Price going to L.A. And so everything got fucked up because of that minor league pitcher. Boston didn't like his medical. So instead, the Dodgers had to give Boston a little bit more. So they included the Jeter Downs guy and who's another one of which L.A.'s okay. top prospects. And he's, okay. a, he's an infielder, which... I think both those guys, Verdugo and Downs, have a better future with mm-hmm. Boston because LA is so stacked that yeah. they don't have playing time and available the for them. And that's what everybody. This is okay. I don't want to say this is exactly what the Giants were doing for years, but this is pretty much what the Giants were doing for years. They were stockpiling. They had all these guys. Yeah, you can bring them into the system, which you have. You know, you can bring them to the show, which you have. Okay, but at the same time, if you want to make another splash. You can use them. Yeah. You know, you can use them or you can use some of the guys that are a little bit further down the food chain, if you will. Yeah. And that's what they're doing here. Granted, yes, Verdugo does have, you know, uh, you know, major league experience. I don't think he's going to he's going to make the opening day roster. I think he does still have back issues. He's still injured. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, It's fine. I mean, in the end, yeah, it sucks because, you know, saw the kid grow up through the system. Yeah. But it's one of those guys that was yeah. one of your top prospects to see him go. Yeah. It and, sucks. I mean, but at the end of the day, you got to remember it's a business. Yeah. And, and if you look at it, I, I, I mean, dude, it, it's like, it's a perfect fit. He, he yeah. grew up a, a fan of David Ortiz's favorite yeah. player. Did you see that video? I saw the video. I cried a little it's, bit. And it's so good. Like just as a baseball fan, you're like, if he see, he's just like, if I see David Ortiz, I'm going to give him a big hug. And it's like, and he did right when he saw him, he just walked yeah. right up to him. He's and hugged like, him. Oh, big yeah. Papi. It's like, what the fuck? Like, so that's cool. At least yeah. he's playing for a, a, a team that he watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, okay, this, this all worked out. You know, Kenta ends up going to Minnesota in the deal. Yeah. Which and, is, which is cool. Cause like we talked about earlier, Guy wants to be a starter. He wasn't going to be a starter in Los Angeles. Yeah, Minnesota need, Minnesota needs depth in their starting rotation. Yeah. So I mean, they they added a couple of names. They re-signed Panetta, but mm-hmm. he's still injured. They um, they ended up signing Homer Bailey, Rich Hill, Rich Hill, and Rich Hill's blister. Yeah, Rich Hill's going to be out 
towards the All Star break. Yeah. So they they need depth. The only pitcher that they have uh, is Odorizzi, and then they have um, fuck. They have one other guy at the top. But they need depth, so Kenta p- plugs in right there as their number three. Yeah, and I was just good. I was just reading earlier today, like uh, their camp battle in spring is for their fifth starter. They have a couple of names in spring that they're testing out for for number five. So they have a, a solid one through four set, but they have a, a they got to figure out what's going on for the fifth. So the injuries have made Minnesota having to add a bunch of pitching. Minnesota's kind of the favorite in the central. We were talking about this before we started recording. Uh, I think that it's fair that they're the favorites, but they did lose a couple key players. They they lost um, they lost CJ Crone, and then I can't fucking remember what the guy's fucking name is. I'm thinking it was Jonathan VR, but I don't think it's him. I think that that he plays for fucking. Uh, I have to fucking look it up. I think he plays for for Miami now, but I could be wrong. Um, he was the shortstop for a while in in. Baltimore, but I know that that Villar was or VR was a shortstop in for Baltimore. So, um, yeah, he plays for fucking Miami. Um, so Detroit, they they added Crone and this this second baseman um, shortstop that played for the Twins last year, but they um, they ended up adding Donaldson kind of as a replacement. Yeah. But uh, the Tigers, you know, they're they're not they're not a team that I see like doing really anything this year. They're still rebuilding. Um, they have a lot of young guys, but you know, they, adding Crone as a as a dude that's mm-hmm. you know his thirties that can add some power, and then adding this other guy is a is a fucking uh, Jonathan Scope. That's who it was, Jonathan Scope. He's a second baseman. VR and Scope played on Baltimore at the same time. Scope, second and short. That doesn't sound like a baseball. Player. Yeah, Jonathan Scope. He he was the second baseman. He's a power hitter, and okay. him and Crone were both with the Twins last year. Now they're both with Detroit. So both those guys add some power to a team that was lacking a lot of power. Putting him in with, you know, they got Cabrera still and some young pitching. They're going to be like. How old is he now? He's in his thirties. He's still a capable player. DH and, and he's still considered a kid, right? A little bit. Ish. Yeah, I mean he's 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 a little bit better than Pujols. Pujols is still a capable major leaguer. He's not an everyday player. Yeah, but he's definitely a DH now. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, so yeah, I think like one. I think the 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 uh, for the Central, it's the White Sox that everybody's got to worry about. The White Sox have the White Sox. Are you are you saying that they're like the like like the dark horse or the white they're team. they're one of the sleeper teams for this year for me okay. for sure um, for the American League they're definitely one of those teams that I see improving a lot maybe getting a wild card spot okay they have um, so they went and added in the off season they added um, Gio Gonzalez and they added um, one other starting pitcher um, uh, Dallas Keuchel okay. so they have Lucas Giolito who broke out last year he's their ace they have Carlos Radon, who went down with an injury last year, should be back around the All-Star break, who was a young lefty. Then they have Keuchel. They got Gio Gonzalez, heavy lefty rotation. And then they have a couple other young guys underneath them. For their bullpen, I believe they added a couple of guys. Um, fuck, one of them I can't remember uh, who it was, but they added somebody that has some, has some experience at the back end of the rotation. Then they have a couple of young guys. They have Kelvin Herrera. And they have, he was with the Royals during his, their World Series run. And they have another um, solid, like, uh, young guy um, that's, like, they're grooming to be their closer. 
So they have a decent bullpen, mm-hmm. but their their lineup is is you know they have Jose Abreu, who's always been a solid guy. He's just played on yeah. a shitty fucking team, and now he he reminds me of a lot of like Rizzo a couple years ago with the Cubs. This guy that they just they need to keep around because he's the anchor for all these young guys around them. They have that uh, Jimenez that's out in in left field or right field or whatever that was their rookie last year. He's going to be back. Um, Luis, what's his fucking name? Luis Rodriguez or Luis Gonzalez or some some, some uh, Luis Garcia, I believe his name is. He's their rookie like top prospect, and the dude is a center fielder, and he should be he he'll either start the season in the minors and then call up like a month later so they can get the full service time mm. or he'll start with them. And he's one of those lead off guys, speed five tool guy. He's young. So that's, they have him and then they have Nick Madrigal. I remember they drafted him like the same year that, that Joey Bart got drafted by the giants. And he got, he, that year, I believe he picked, they, the white Sox picked right before the giants and they picked Madrigal. And I think it was Detroit mm-hmm. white Sox and it. So they, they picked Madrigal, and he's he's really good. He's a second baseman. He's for sure going to start in the minors, mm-hmm. but he'll be up fucking at least by, by June. By, by June. Okay. Because he's a second baseman, and they need a second baseman, and he's a solid player. But they have a solid lineup top to bottom of young guys, and I think that they're going to be one of those. Them and the Cincinnati Reds are my two like weird sleeper teams. The Reds did a lot in the offseason. They mm-hmm. signed a Japanese outfielder. That's a good leadoff guy they signed um uh fucking what's his name from the cubs um uh he was he was a the giants were looking into him he was a free agent for quite some time um forgetting his name but uh they signed him he's in the outfield uh he played for fucking yeah he played for detroit and detroit traded him to the cubs last year for their their stretch run but yeah the giants were looking into him he signed a, I believe he signed a three-year deal with with Cincinnati, but Cincinnati has a strong rotation. Trevor Bauer and Luis Bauer, fucking another Luis that I can't remember his goddamn name. Let's I'm all see. over the place. Yeah, let's take a look at this. So uh, Reds, who the Reds? Actually, I got all this shit on here. Uh, yeah, the Reds. Uh, the Reds. Luis Castillo is the pitcher. Uh, what, uh, what, Castellanos. Yeah, Castellanos. Nick. Ca- Nick yeah, Nick, Nick Castellanos. Castellanos. Mike Lustakis. So yeah, I mean their lineup. Their and that Lustakis was another signing. So I mean their their lineup. Their their projected lineup. It looks pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And they have depth and their pitching. I mean their pitching rotation. They got Castillo, Bauer, Sonny Gray, and Wade Miley at one through four. So I mean, you know, that's a solid. And then their their fifth is 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 another. You know, he's, he's capable guy, uh, that fucking Descalfani or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's a capable pitcher. But that's that's one of those teams that I think did just enough to start to get back into competing a little bit. Um, I think Washington's still going to be a thorn in everybody's side. They did just well, yeah, enough. The fuckers came out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, nah, they did. I'm just no, they did just enough. Yeah. To to like take losing Rendon. I think they did. I mentioned this a couple of weeks back. I think they did the perfect amount to like, they lost the star. Mm-hmm. They lost the guy that was a pivotal part of their team, but they have another young one. And they were like, we just need to build around him now. And they kept Strasburg 
and they kept some key important people that were playoff run guys like Hendricks and Struble Cabrera, depth guys. And then they added Starlin Castro. They kept uh, Zimmerman around for another year. Mm-hmm. They added um, Eric Thames. He played for uh, Milwaukee, first baseman, outfielder. They added him, another power guy that can come off the bench. And then they added um, another infielder. But they're going to see what they got in their rookie, um, their, one of their top prospects. He's going to be playing third base in spring and see what they have. And maybe he comes out as one of these guys that – can help this team. So I think they're they're going to I mean when you have Strasburg, Corbin and Scherzer at your mm-hmm. top 3 like you're going to be a fucking in a solid spot. And they then their bullpen that's like the other thing. They they went and added uh Will Harris from Houston who was fucking like the anchor of that bullpen. So it's like and then they bring back their playoff hero in Daniel Hudson. And then they still have Sean Doolittle. So that back end Shit. of the bullpen is fucking solid now. And then they still have Hunter Strickland and a couple other guys that are middle relief guys that are mm-hmm. perfectly fine. So I think Washington's going to be another team that you have to look out for. That it's they they just won the World Series and they're not going to go away just because yeah. they lost Rendon doesn't mean they're going to go away. They they were in on all these other third basements too. They were in on Donaldson mm-hmm. and they just lost out, but they did what they had to do to make sure that they got depth to cover that. And I think that was super smart. They have it in the infield. Yeah, dude, the infield is stacked. Like, it really is with some depth guys. They can move those guys around. You don't have to start Howie Kendrick every day. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to start Cabrera every day. Yeah. But you have an opportunity to move those guys around. They play all three spots, and you can flip-flop them around. But, yeah, I mean, they're – what's, like – what else like this for the national league it's just going to be typical there's going to be a bunch of teams that are going to duke it out with each other yeah the cubs are going to be one of those teams that's going to slide throughout the year yeah. uh they're going to be on like a regression period i, see, I think yeah. i see that uh, i see the mets uh being able to capitalize a lot more on some of their misfortunes i mean hey they were technically in a spot for a while yeah they were uh, last season then they New manager. They remember that they're the Mets, you know? New manager, new new way of... New, new manager. Thinking, yeah, new, new manager. Philly, yeah. same thing, Girardi. So mm-hmm. Philly may be taking uh, the next step because they do yeah. have a lineup that can produce. They have a pitching staff that's not so so quality, but yeah. signing Zach Still, Wheeler. The Braves, though, out of the East. The Braves. It's. I, I think it'll come down to the Braves and the Mets... The, the, East. the Braves are definitely one of those teams. They 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 got Marcelo Zuna and they yeah. they signed Cole Hamels. Yeah. If I if I do go if I do go to Vegas again in May, uh, I mean it'd be hard not to put some money on them. Yeah, so, Atlanta Atlanta's one of those teams. They're young and and yeah. a lot of those guys love. So a they lot. got they got they got a lot of eyes on them this year, and you know hopefully you know something can work out for them. But ah oh, man, I can't I can't not say hey. The Dodgers. It's going to be the Dodgers easily. Uh, so. The Diamondbacks are going to be a thorn in the Dodgers' side for the division. Yeah. Um, they did, they did what they had to do to to make themselves a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Adding Bumgarner and then they added some pieces to the lineup that make their lineup better. Yeah, uh, crap. What 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 what's his alias again when he does the uh, oh yeah does the uh, Mason Rudolph or, or something. Some, some, no, Mason that's Rudolph. The, that's the that's the, that, that's, that's <laughs> the football player. Some, something <laughs> Mason Saunders. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. You're the rodeo clown. Oh, God. Yeah, he looks weird in red, but 
It's going to take some getting used to. Well, you, you think he's going to be like, we should really just have two different uniforms. Come on, guys. None of that silly stuff. <laughs> well, not not he, to I sound mean, like Billichek or anything. I mean, they had two but. different uniforms in San Francisco. Three. Well, so. I'm sorry, the three. Sorry, my bad. So, all right, three, that's it. <laughs> but he's probably going to get pissed because they got like 20 different ones. It's like Oregon State down there. Yeah. Sorry, Whatever. Oregon. Whatever. He wanted to be in the desert, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's fuck, up to him. Fuck it, whatever. Fifty million I, reason why a year. So, hey, he he wanted to go there. It's better than the Dodgers. <laughs> I, eh. I don't know what I would. I don't know what I would have done with myself if Bumgarner and Mookie Betts were on the fucking Dodgers. I just have to. I, oh, dude, you. <laughs> I don't know. I it would be the worst. Be the worst. Be the worst fucking thing ever. It'd be fucking horrible. Yeah. I mean, the Giants did nothing this offseason but add a bunch of randoms and. Do exactly what you're supposed to do when you rebuild. Yeah. And I'm not really fucking... Sit back, relax, wait for, you know, offers to maybe come in. Let me get a little bit closer here. There we go. So, but uh, no, I was going to say, the Dodgers, they... uh, I mean, yeah, you can look at the front office and say, well, what do you guys do? Really? Come on. They They did quite a bit. They did more than I think everybody kind of expected them to. Uh, they definitely did more than last season. But, um, no. Uh, I think I say the, the addition of bets, the addition of price, yeah, that kind of tightens up things with the rotation quite a bit. Uh, I know Dave Roberts has come out and said, you know what, uh, uh, Julio Urias, he'll be, he'll be a starter this year. Not sure where he fits in the lineup, but... He'll be a starter this year. Yeah, I, I read that yesterday. Yeah, and that Dustin May will start in AAA most likely, and that yeah. um, Gons- Gonsolin may may make the the team as a relief. Yeah, pitcher. So so makes but, sense. Well, I the mean, fifth we'll spot, the, fi- the fifth spot's wide open. Yeah, and uh, that could be uh, any number of guys. The guys that. Alex Wood, mm-hmm. Jimmy Nelsons, those guys at minor yeah. league editions. And see, uh, Alex Wood, Alex Wood, I, I, I'm pretty sure he sees himself still as that starter. Yeah. Well, he, he, if he, he should be. If he can get back from the injury. Yeah. Then. So, I mean, oh. hell, if he can get back to that, uh, you know, that, uh, that uh, money season, that contract season, if you will, in what, 2017? Yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah, it's that's it's just those guys. Always those guys injury prone. I mean, shit. I was reading earlier today about um, uh, Brandon Morrow. Remember, he had a nice oh, little run man. there with he the Dodgers. He had a great run. And but that guy had always been a fucking injury prone pitcher. Yep. He was always injury prone. He came back from a gnarly injury. He pitched like one solid season with the Dodgers, where he was dominant. He got this huge contract with Chicago. He pitched half a season, and he hasn't pitched since 2017. And he's been dealing with diff- all these different injuries, mm-hmm. and he was on his comeback trail, and another setback with a chest injury. And it's like, dude, just quit because it's like it, you're thirty something, mm-hmm. and your 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 window is just done. It's, it's yeah. Actually, I want to say he. Uh, I think he. I think he played in the same uh, same league as my uh, uh, brother in law. So I, I think I remember him telling me something about that, where he where he's actually hit a home run off of him. <laughs> So and of course it makes him happy because at the time you know he got all the success as a Dodger. He started all the way back with the Blue Jays as a starting pitcher. Uh, I remember he was a Blue Jays top prospect and he never 
never he never was able it. to to get past the injuries. And it's just like it's a shame, but at the same yeah. time, you know, it's it baseball it, you have to keep that fucking wheel moving. Mm-hmm. And contracts like that kill a franchise when you're paying a relief guy closer money like the Cubs are and he's not even a fucking like that he was supposed to be their closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they haven't been able to figure a closing out since then. Craig Kimbrell's supposed to be the answer to that. Yeah. So yeah. the Cubs are they're one of those teams I don't know what they're gonna do this year, but I don't think it's gonna be good. But hey, they got their they got their World Series. That's all that mattered. They right? they did. They did. And I mean this year, uh I'll I'll touch on a little bit. I, I mean you you might have heard about this, seeing that you're on Twitter, you probably have heard about this. Uh so yeah, the Giants. They, you know, this is the ten year of the the twenty ten season, and they're doing. Oh the, no way! Yeah, so they're. Doing, oh, I thought it was ten years of the franchise. No, they're doing the they're doing the reunion, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they've which is cool. Yeah, that's they, cool. Yeah, they've excluded Aubrey Huff from I the heard reunion. About that. So this is a controversial topic for for Giants fans, and most Giants fans are like, they're on board with Aubrey Huff not being. Included there, because right? he's yeah. a fucking idiot on Twitter, and you know, I I think that that it's fair. They don't have to include him, yeah. and I don't think everything he says on Twitter is. See, this is the it's thing. Him. No, I think he's trolling most of the time, but your actions on the internet have consequences in the fucking century that we live in. You know, we yeah. were in 2020, people, and if you're gonna say fucking shock jock shit on on the internet. Like we're in 2006 on the radio, it's not gonna it's not gonna play. People yeah. are going to screenshot that shit and spread it all over. And there's numerous days where I open my phone and I look at what's trending, and Aubrey Huff is like number one, and I'm like, why? What did he say now? It's something ridiculous. And he said some shit that the shit that gets everybody all pissed off. He said some shit about like when when fucking the U.S. killed that that Soleimani guy. He said some. He made some joke about a horribly distasteful joke about mm-hmm. now how we can we can send our boys over there to kidnap some Iranian women and bring them back to be our slaves here, and they would still have a better life here and be happier than they did there. So he was making a joke saying that we could do all this horrible shit to them here, and they would still have a better life here yeah. than they would there. And it was a fucking stupid analogy, a fucking horribly stupid analogy. Yeah. But he's making a fucking satirical joke. You people have to like, you can't take everything as this outrage. You know, a lot of people, that one and the Bernie Sanders comment that he he posted a picture of him and his sons at a gun range. Mm-hmm. And he said, pre- like the, the comment was like, preparing my sons for the possibility of Bernie Sanders being president. <laughs> <laughs> may have to may have to shoot him. <laughs> oh, like, so, I mean, that to me was, that one was funny because it was like, he, that's an obvious joke. Yeah. He's obviously joking and he's at a gun range with his kids and who cares? He's teaching his kids how to properly use weapons. You shouldn't be fucking like, that's his right yeah. and whatever. And he's making a stupid joke. If you don't like it, don't follow him. Mm-hmm. But that also means that if you're going to say shit like that, there's a possibility of you being excluded from a reunion. Yeah. And he he posted literally the day before that they announced that he was being excluded. He got out of Twitter jail and he posted nothing but positive uh, positivity and like 
good vibes going forward. Oh, and then the Jesus. next day, they announced that he, that he was not being not included. And oh my God, he has just been back on a roll. Oh, it's God. like he just forgot that he tweeted that. It, it's been, yeah, the next day he, he posted a, a shit about like a, a conversation he had with Larry Bear. Mm-hmm. And when Larry Bear told him that he wouldn't be included, and he was like, "So I can't be included for comments I've said being a Trump supporter, but you can be included in the organization for pushing and beating your wife." Oh <laughs> Jesus! So, so yeah. there's there's all this great shit, and then he, so he's been pretty much just calling out everybody and being like, "Do you think all these Giants players are liberals? Because most of them aren't." Like. <laughs> And like said all this shit about Posey and then they like saying, you know, Posey's not that way and all this shit. So then a reporter asked Posey about Huff and Posey in an interview is just like, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, I, as most people know, I, when I do this kind of stuff, I talk about baseball and baseball only I'm in baseball mode. That's all I care about. So it was like, he, he pretty much just, he pretty much just said like, it's a shame that he won't be included, but I'm not going to get into the reasons why, because I'm here to play baseball and that's what my focus is. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly. But this guy's from Georgia. If you think he's a fucking liberal from San Francisco, <laughs> no, he is a Georgia boy, and he is Just not a liberal. He's been yeah. here for what? Well, going on ten years. I mean, fuck. Tell your Pat Burrell story that you had. That oh, you tell that fucking story because <laughs> I, I tell people this fucking story all the time because this is a hilarious oh, fucking God. story. And this is this this happened that year or like yeah. the year after they won the World Series. Yeah. So if you think that that Aubrey Huff, like he was always kind of this loose joker in the clubhouse known as this kind of guy. Yeah. So if you think that he's changed a lot over the last couple of years into this misogynistic pig, I think this whole team kind of had a couple of these guys yeah. oh, <laughs> that no, were kind of macho, macho bro. No, like Pat Burrell, <laughs> this guy, I guess. Oh, man, I forget exactly how it goes, but it's something like he, I was going to say, it was like right after right after the World Series, I think is what it was. Yeah. And like he's out, like he's out at the, the clubs and whatever. And uh, I was going to say, friend of a friend. I know it's, you know, everyone's probably rolling their eyes right now. But no, you know, friend of a friend uh, was out, you know, with, uh, you know, with some girlfriends and then, you know, took notice. Oh, hey, it's Pat Burrell. You know, started, you know, started talking, you know, getting drinks, and then, you know, says, hey, you know, I got a room. You want to go back, you know, back to my room, something like that. Said, yeah, sure, no problem. So I went back to the room, and, uh, you know, she's just sitting there. Then all of a sudden, he, you know, goes into the the bathroom, and, you know, he's just standing there, and and she kind of takes notice, and dude's just butt-ass naked. (laughs) And just sitting there, you know, getting his, you know, getting his, his stance ready, you know, yeah, like he's in the fucking batter's box and, you know, you know, just getting ready, you know, looks over his shoulder and he says, hey, you ready to fuck Pat Burrow? It's the best fucking story. (laughs) And I mean, 10, 10 years now, you know, almost, you know, going on 10 years now, you know. Of you know knowing this one, it's just like man, these guys are these guys are something. He's a coach in the organization. Yeah, he's like a scout in the organization. <laughs> so if you guys, you know that uh, being a Trump supporter definitely has a part to do with why Aubrey Huff is not being included, but a big part, big the bigger part, he shouldn't be using that as the excuse. Yeah, it's a stupid excuse. It's probably about twenty five percent of it. The rest is his idiotic tweets mm-hmm. and his brash behavior with people on the internet that's the way that's the reason 
because they don't have to associate with him. They don't. Just because he was a pivotal part of it does not mean they have to associate with him. And it sucks because this is his own fault. He could be a Trump supporter all he wants, and he he can support Trump on the Internet, but he saying dumb shit like this has consequences. So yeah. saying the stupid shit, making these jokes that that not everybody's going to get, using Twitter like it was used fucking 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. the shock jock shit, it may get you left out of some stuff that you don't want to be left out of. Yeah. And yeah, his reactions, you know. Well, as you can say, and then, you know, kind of, you know, kind of branching off that uh, and not just to, to step away from MLB for a bit, but uh, NHL, Jeremy Roenick. Yeah, did you hear about that? Uh, nope. I guess he was uh, he was on a podcast. Oh God, uh, what almost a month ago now? I think he was on the on the uh, uh, Spit and Chicklets uh, podcast, and I I I assume he uh, he made a, uh, a comment about how he'd like to yeah you know, basically have a threesome with his wife and <laughs> and Catherine Tappan or or Jamie I I forget which one it was uh, but one of the I got one of the co-hosts on uh, NBC uh, Sports. And it's like, oh shit, yeah, you know. You hear that, and it's just like, well, God. And then, so, uh, like after after it comes out, you know, he's suspended, and then it turns out they just let him go. And it's just like, dude. Well, it was like the fucking who was who. There was a fucking Canadian, like a uh, he. He's a hockey fucking um, announcer that said some shit not oh, too Don, long. Yeah, Don Cherry. Yeah, he said some shit not too long ago that wasn't even bad at all. That and then he got fired for it. Yeah. Like basically, s- basically, it's said you know, some indigenous joke or some shit like that. Yeah, I was gonna say it's something similar to uh, to Jim Cornette's. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, bucket of chicken. He, on he, he was talking about uh, being patriotic, like yeah. and stuff like that in Canada. Though, like it's it's Canada Day or whatever, and it's or it's Flag Day or whatever. Some some it was he, something. He was talking about like, hey, it's the day that you're supposed to do this, and it doesn't matter if you're from a different place. You should just honor where you you know, mm-hmm. like, and it's like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But then he got fired for that shit, and he'd been in his job for how fucking oh, long? Oh god, like, he 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 was. That's that is fucking overreaction. Stuff like that is major overreaction. And I don't like that aspect of it. But when you when you ask for it, like Aubrey Huff does, you you, you deserve it. Um, so yeah, let's uh, wrap the baseball talk off with just the little brief, like like I just I, I didn't want to talk about it much, but the whole cheating scandal, the ah. Astros, Red Sox, all all the sign stealing scandal. Um, to maybe a lot of people's surprise, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I think it's stupid. I think it's all overblown. I think every team does something like this. I think sign stealing has been a big part of the game for years. Mm-hmm. I think this intricate level of it has been something new, but it's not something that I think just one team was doing. I have a feeling multiple teams are doing something like this, and yeah. they just got caught. And they're the, they're the team that won the championship, so rightfully so. They got the, the spotlight put on them. But the thing I don't, I don't like about it is it's like, you hear all this shit about the uh, the buzzers and stuff like this, and it's like we live in a time where it does not matter if there's been an investigation or not. You're going to believe what you believe, and you're going to fucking spout that bullshit off like it's the truth mm-hmm. no matter what. And everybody doesn't believe your governing body of whatever. And MLB did their investigation and found no proof that certain players knew or they'd be suspended, no proof that there were buzzers involved, anything like this, whether you believe it or not, that's what the investigation said, and that's fucking case closed. The people that were found in trouble of it, they, they were fucking you know, suspended, then they were let go from their positions, 
they were fined, they lost draft picks, their punishment came. Yeah, you may not agree with their punishment, but the punishment was handed down. I think the punishment was a little bit weak, but I don't think the team and all the players should be suspended for a year and all this fucking outrageous shit. Mm -hmm. I don't think the title should be taken away. I don't think any of that. I think that is bad for baseball because that makes the situation much worse than it is. Like taking titles away. They didn't take the titles away for the Black Sox incident like that from years and years and years ago Mm -hmm. where they were literally point shaving, which I would say is much worse than sign stealing. They were fucking point shaving. And they were fucking losing on purpose and doing shit like, hey, let's do this shit so we can, that's much worse. But they didn't, they just put an asterisk next to it. That's what Houston has now. That's what Boston has. I don't like the whole, you know, we got to dig into Altuve and Bregman. We got to give these guys all this shit, but we're not going to give no Red Sox players shit. Oh, because their investigation is still ongoing. Mm -hmm. Who fucking cares? I think this has more to do with the coaching staff. I think we should shit on pe- like people like Alex Cora and the people that let it happen, yeah. and the guys like Cora especially because he was with Houston and then he went to another organization and implemented and it there. there. That's a guy who yeah. who should who, who should be shit on him. Who should be taking a lot of this because that guy fucking was maybe one of the guys who who came up with this whole thing. And players shouldn't be getting this shit because you're in an ultra competitive environment. And maybe you're just going with what you're supposed. Like we're going with the flow. This is our strategy. I, who who know you know a guy like Mike Fires mm-hmm. or whatever. Bless his heart, but he didn't say shit when he was with Houston. He said shit when he left Houston. He didn't speak up when he was there. He spoke up when he was with Oakland. When he when, you know when he realized this is a, something that they're using that's that's not fair for us because I'm facing against them. But he had no problem going along with it when he was there. Mm-hmm. You know, shit like that. That's I don't like people, you know, people praise him. Oh, Mike Fires. I mean, it's like, cool, yeah. He said he spoke up. That's good. He did. But at the same time, who why, knows? Why didn't you do it sooner? Yeah. Why didn't yeah. you do it while you were with them? Yeah. You know, because you, you're part of a brotherhood as a team, you know, and mm-hmm. you do what you're supposed to do. And it's like, it doesn't make it right, but it's an ultra competitive environment. And you don't know how these guys think. I mean, they've played baseball their entire lives, and all their goal is to win a championship, and they're just doing what they're fucking told. And it sounds kind of, like, archaic in a way, but it, that's how I look at it. I just don't, I don't give a shit. I think it's fucking... I just think there's always been ways that people cheat, and they, they do these little ways of... In the steroid era, they were all juicing. I think the same thing about that. You know, Barry Bonds and all this kind of stuff. Well, mm-hmm. fuck, pitchers that he was facing were fucking juicing and throwing the ball 100 miles an hour. He was still able to make contact and fucking hit it out. Doesn't mean, like, just because you juice doesn't mean you can make contact. Exactly. You know, just because you know what pitch is coming doesn't mean you can make contact. And all this shit that comes along with it, you know, especially the playoffs. There was no, I guess in their investigation, they found that they didn't even, they weren't using this in the playoffs. And there's this big argument that the buzzers and all this were used against the Yankees. Well, they weren't using the, the investigation proved that they weren't using this in the playoffs. They used it during the regular season, you know, and they didn't use it in the playoffs because they, you know, they, for some whatever reason that something I read about it and they weren't able to use this on the road. And that year in 2017, they had a better road record than a home record. Yeah. Well, better home. I thought they had a better road record. Well, I mean, if you, I mean, if you look at the splits, um, I think I say, I think Altuve, Altuve at home, and I mean, not to you know point out, but I'm just saying in general. I mean, of course, I mean, you know, you know, 
kind of kept up on it. But I mean, Altuve, I want to say he was what like, uh, what like three like three forty seven at home, and like one eighty nine on the road. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. some shit right there. That's 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 pretty wild. Yeah, that's so, a, that's a big split. But uh, I don't know. For me, um, I don't know. It just sucks um, because I mean, hey. You know, it was just so happened to be my team that they were playing yeah. that year yeah. and that they won. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it both, is. Both it fucking is, times. Yeah, both times. And uh, it does. It, it just sucks because, I mean, you sit there and, you know, you read about it and it's just like, well, shit. I mean, what could have been, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, yeah, like you said, I mean, yeah, no proof that, you know, that they were doing in the playoffs. But maybe there, maybe they, maybe there was. Yeah. Um, but, I mean. We'll never know, yeah. right? Unless, you know, something else comes out or if anyone actually does come out. Although, hey, everyone apparently has, you know, yeah. all the players have immunity. Yeah. So what's to stop them now from saying, yeah, no, we did it. So after, you know, this whole month of saying, oh, no, no, no. But then, I mean, like the stories. The, they've And know, I mean, they've handled, everything. they've handled, they've handled this situation horribly. So horribly. They, that, that has added to a lot of it. They, yeah. The players in the organization have just handled it piss poor. Yeah. So that that really attributes to it. Yeah. I just don't see I I don't see the fairness in in a lot of it. I think people are hypocritical about everything. They they're shitting on certain players from Houston but not a fucking word about Red Sox players. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking word about the coaches. I think Beltron deserves a lot more heat than like cause there's rumors that Beltron was kind of a, a pivotal part of this too mm-hmm. and he was in his last season, you know, so he didn't give a fuck and yeah. you know Beltron ended up getting let go before he even managed a game. Because of this, exactly. and why isn't Beltron getting more shit because of this? You know, he, he these are the kind of guys I would I would point the finger at. Mm-hmm. I think AJ Hinch took a big hit. Yeah. Somebody that like he'll, he'll get a job. I think he'll he get will. a job again next year. He he GM he he saved face though because he did that interview, mm-hmm. and he was the one I think that's handled it the best because he did that interview and the interview he seemed honest and transparent about everything that they asked him, mm-hmm. and he was kind of just like. The one that that handled it the best. Bregman was the one that handled it the fucking worst. That guy yeah. came off as an ultra douche, and like guys like Carlos Correa, I don't really mind what he's saying because he w- what he said, the um, he clapped back at at Bellinger, Bellinger you know, yeah. and it's like he's just standing up for his teammates and stuff like that. So I don't, you know, whatever. He didn't come out there. Bregman was a fucking jackass. And uh, Josh Reddick has been a jackass. Like these guys, um, Reddick has always been a jackass. Yeah, these even, guys. Even when he was with the Dodgers, he the, was an asshole. Yeah, these guys have been total fucking idiots, and they've been handling it piss poor. Don't say anything if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna go, just don't say anything. Move yeah. on with it. I think it just needs to. They need to move on. They need to stop. Like the invest, the investigation's over. The punishments have been handed down. If you don't like them, that's that's on you. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to move on. And I don't think that. I think. Yeah, they're gonna get pegged. There's gonna be some fucking guys uh, getting uh, thrown at. But uh, Altuve, he got he got hit today. Yeah, there's yeah. gonna be some guys getting hit. But Manfred said that this is not gonna happen, and and there's gonna be a big suspension right away. Like this, the second somebody throws at somebody, there's gonna be a warning from the umps, and then if they do it again, there's gonna be a big suspension handed out, and it's gonna be straight from the league, and nobody's gonna do it anymore. Because nobody's gonna want to risk that yeah. kind of suspension. Maybe a guy like maybe one of those guys that said something like a Clevenger would would risk it. But I don't see a lot of team like the betting on it right now. You can bet on it. I think the the over the over is uh, eighty six times they get hit or eighty three or something. That will not happen. Bet the under. 
because there's no way it's that, gonna, that 86 yeah. players get hit like, or 86 times. That's they yeah. will it it won't even make it. I don't think over 20 because there's going to be a, there's just gonna, it's going to be swift punishment because Manfred's already said mm-hmm. that there will not be that we're not going to be having this thrown at guys as retaliation type of bullshit. This is not the game that we play. We're fucking men here, you know, and it's it's going to be like that for a little bit. There's going to be a lot of booze and it's going to be interesting, but I think we should just kind of get over it and move the fuck on. Like we got a season ahead of us. The team you're kind of taking away from a team that just won the world series that beat them. And if they were cheating and all this shit, well, they just beat them. So why aren't we talking about how they just fucking lost the world series? And it's like, I I honestly kind of forgot who won the world series for a while. We're talking about this shit from two years ago. From and, two or three and, years ago. and we're not and talking about how the Washington Nationals won the World Series off the backs of some of their young players and veteran players and, mm-hmm. and guys that deserve it. Howie Kendrick. Yeah. You know, we're talking about something he that won the World Series. Yeah. We're we're fuck. We're talking about shit that's not important. When Houston went out there and lost this year to a team that was better than them. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's the thing. Houston still has a good team. They're still they're gonna suffer a lot when when it comes to this fucking backlash. They're gonna suffer from it. But their home field fans are going to still support them, and they're still going to win games. Well, I mean, I know, I know, there's a uh, class action lawsuit that's uh, trying to get, trying to get uh, pushed through. Uh, I guess some uh, season ticket holders. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. There's some there's some people pissed about that. There's yeah. some there's a couple of different lawsuits. So, and um, yeah, again, I get it, but I mean it. And I mean, you have a different aspect. You have a different point of view because you are a Dodger fan, and yeah. I'd probably be a lot more pissed. And it sucks because I mean. Yeah, pro- I mean, I don't want to say it's probably the only chance, but I mean, if not this year, I mean, am I ever really going to be able to see them win the World Series with my dad? No. Yeah. You know? You know? Uh, I mean, shit. Uh, what? 2017. Uh, game, what? Game five? Game six? Uh, whatever it was. Uh, uh, NLCS. My brother called and said, dude, just get up here. And so I drove up to El Grove. We sat. We watched the end of the game. I'm yeah. like, shit, we're going to the World Series. Yeah, we never, we've never seen them, these guys in the World Series. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, it was know. like uh, one of the guys I work with that's a Dodger fan put it put it so so simply that like he was like, I don't want them to give us anything. Oh no, God no! I I don't I don't want them to say, oh well, okay, cool, Dodgers, you won back to back. He no shit no. He that's, he's, that's worse. He said that he goes uh. He goes, and I don't think we were robbed either because we lost game seven. He goes, we lost game seven, and game seven's like the most important game in baseball, and it's win or loss, there's no excuses. Mm-hmm. You you know, you've pushed the series as far as you can, and if you win it, you win it, you lose, you lose. You know, you can't be like, oh, we were cheated. You know, because game seven's game seven. You fought yeah. your way back. You got to the point where you needed to, and you, you know, win or, lo- win or loss, whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that like, yeah, that's true, and then that's when I kind of started looking into the series more and, yeah, they lost game seven, five to one, you know, and it was just, that sucks. Yeah. But they won game six. It was it was an up and down series. Yeah. So whether the Astros were cheating I or mean, not, it was up and down the entire time. But I mean, game five, you can look at game five and be like, well, that was literally like a roller coaster. Yeah. So, and. The entire series was. It was such a fucking up and down. That, yeah. And that, that game was like the, the, that game kind of put the whole series into like, this is what the series is like. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, that game was the nutty game that they were super high scoring home runs. And yep. yeah, that was the crazy shit. And that was in Houston. Yeah. I think they split, uh, looking at the, I think it was uh, cause what they, they, it went to seven. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was split. Yeah, Dodgers. Dodgers won uh, two at home. Yeah, Dodgers won one on the road. Because yeah, it was uh, it was three two coming back to LA. Yeah. So. So yeah, out of the home out of the home field, they had the four home games, and it yeah, they won two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. But it's cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a fucking the Dodger season to lose. Yeah. Dodgers and Yankees are kind of the favorites in both sides. The both teams that are stacked beyond stacked, mm-hmm. and you know so. it's. But I mean, then again, when you know, when do those teams that are just those teams, you know, to start? Then how often is it those two that actually make it to the end? Never, never, never. You know, it it well, it's just luck. Yeah, a lot of it is, it is luck and getting hot at the right time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. One what pitch, you're... one swing. Yeah, and I mean the World Series champions are a perfect example of that. Yeah, just the team that got hot and they rode that fucking momentum. They kind of like the kind of like the Colorado Rockies in two thousand. Oh <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. Twenty-one well, out of twenty-two. Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. So. Yeah, it's 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 a year of reflection for baseball because yeah, like I said, it's it's a t- ten year ten year reunion. 10 years of Buster Posey. He's stuck around longer than Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. He's the franchise guy. Yeah. No, he always was. And, um, yeah, we're we're just in a completely different place 10 years ago. Uh, like, the the 10s were, like, the, the compete years, and now it's like, okay, we're, we're trying to get back to those years. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be some slow, slow, slow building. Um, I'd say maybe two more. Yeah, I it's two more get you guys back in the wild card. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see how the park is this year with the new dimensions and see if it plays well with the players and if power is going to be a difference. If if guys like Belt help to that because they could mm-hmm. you know home run and and any other stadium is a fucking out in the middle of the outfield in San Francisco. So yeah. now that they moved a little bit of things, maybe it might benefit. I like. Um, you know, I like the new manager so far, Kapler. Mm. I like the way he he Dave. he he. It's Gabe. Oh, it's Gabe. Gabe. Oh my bad. My yeah. bad. I'm sorry. He he fits well. I think with the guys, he's like a younger guy, so mm-hmm. he fits well with with the younger guys. Yeah. But he he was like, you know, he's he, there was an article that came out I think last week. He was saying to to Belt that he loves Belt's approach and he doesn't want Belt to change his approach and all this stuff. And it's like. Fuck, like that's such a for me. I I've always thought that that's a guy that's just such an underappreciated player on the team, and it's a problem that of expectation that Brandon Belt never lived up to this expectation that everybody put him up to this high standard of like oh he's supposed to be the next Buster Posey and he never was going to be the player like that. Yeah, but he's always been a a fucking elite first baseman, and he's always been a guy oh. that'll. He, he's a guy that'll come in there and battle. And mm-hmm. he, he's a guy that has a good eye of the strike zone. And he shouldn't be your fucking cleanup hitter. He shouldn't be that type of person. He's not a 3-4-5 guy. He's a lower lineup guy. But they put him in there like he's this power-hitting dude that he has some power. But he's one of those guys that you want to get a good at-bat that can, that can work the pitcher that he, maybe he can get on. Maybe he doesn't get on, but he works the pitcher. Every at-bat's important. And he has a high on-base percentage. 
there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah, telling a guy like that, you know, who's always w- through this fucking media shit the last couple of years, now worried about playing time, mm-hmm. worried about changing his approach because oh he doesn't hit for as much power as he used to, and this, this, and this. It's like, no, the new manager's coming in and saying, no, I love your approach, keep it, don't change it. I like that because that's what people are worried about. It's like people, people fucking. A lot of Giants fans are shitting on these guys. That it's like these are the guys that got us to you know you have at some point you have to move on, mm-hmm. but they're still capable players, and maybe a little bit of new faces around fixes that, adds some competition, sparks a fire under them. So that's the difference. The Crawfords and the the belts they get a lot of fucking heat when it's like why dude these are the fucking players that five years ago you were talking about the best players in the league and this this and this and now they oh, should be always. gone you know and it's all this shit and it's like fuck you like. They're still serviceable players. They just need support around them. Yeah. You can't have a Brandon Belt and a Crawford bat in four and five. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. That's more like a six and seven guy with people around the lineup that support them, that don't make put all the pressure on guys that aren't able to do that kind of shit. That's the problem. It's always been the problem, building a lineup around people that, like building a lineup properly around Posey yeah. has always been a big issue. And it's just like you're not you don't put Posey in the three hole and then Brandon Belt behind him, because people just walk Posey yeah and to get the belt because he can get belt and then maybe Belt will come up and work the, work the count full mm-hmm. and draw a walk. Okay, you got two guys on. Well, the guy behind him's Crawford or Hunter Pence. Hunter Pence is just gonna fly out. So you know yeah. that was those prime years. It's not like that. It doesn't work like that. You got to get a guy that like Posey's batting second or third. And I like Posey in the two-hole now because he doesn't have a lot of power, but he still gets on base. Mm-hmm. Put Posey in the two-hole, and, and you got a guy batting third that is a power hitter and another power hitter batting fourth. So you can't walk Posey. No. You can't. You fucking, you walk him, you got, a, you got somebody right in front of him or right behind him that's, no, this is not good. But that's what they're kind of yeah. trying to get back to. Yeah. So, I mean, so. see how it goes. And really, I mean, you know, to couple in with uh, – uh, you know the kind of the Bay Area letdown, if you will, with uh, the with the what are those guys called? Oh yeah, the Forty ers Um, yeah, that sucked. Uh, but you know it's whatever. Like we talked about, it was a good game uh, until till the end when they lost. But uh, oh, poor Shanahan. I honestly, I mean, maybe maybe it's a good thing, you know, for uh, you know for you know Bay Area. Fans to be like, okay, cool. Well, maybe all of our teams aren't that good. Well, I mean, some of them were, you know, for quite a while. And, yeah, you know, it uh, it just sucks that because, hey, nobody really remembers that, you know, unless, you know, you're actually a Sharks fan. Nobody remembers the Sharks in the final because the Warriors all of a sudden were good yeah. for like five years. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and, and now, then, now they're bottom, bottom feeding. But don't worry. They've got themselves a brand new home. In San Francisco, yeah, don't they? Don't, isn't isn't like isn't Steph hurt and isn't Clay hurt? I have no idea. I don't I think, watch basketball. I don't watch basketball. I, 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 I think I, I, I think Steph less. and Clay. I think Clay's out for the year, and I think Steph's been hurt for like. And I know they just traded a bunch of their their other guys away because oh, yeah. of that because they're just tanking and they they were like we're going to trade our value. Yeah, but I think Steph has been out. I think their two top players have been hurt. Yeah, I, haven't I think heard Dray- anything I, about. I think the only player that that is left on the team because of the trades is Draymond, but all the other ones are hurt because Iguodala, yeah. Iguodala got traded. Um, okay, they brought in that uh, 
fucking D'Angelo Russell or some player. They brought him in in the offseason. They brought him in okay. as like he's going to be our, you know, replacement for Durant. And then Clay was out for the year and Steph got hurt the first week. So then Russell was like the only player on the Warriors, but he never clicked. So they traded him. So I think yeah. they're all on like their their second and third string guys and their stars are injured. That's wild. So that kind of so, sucks. Yeah, but no, everyone's like, oh, where are all man. the Warriors fans at? Exactly. I I don't know. I I never really knew any to begin with. <laughs> I um, knew a couple. They don't watch basketball anymore. Yeah. No. I mean, it, I mean, it. You know, sounds shitty to say, but it's a thing to do. Like people won't, you know, watch these teams unless they win. You know, and it really it is sucks. what it is. I yeah. get it. Some people want to fucking watch the excitement of it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, people that have like love for for the team, mm-hmm. they they don't appreciate it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I do. I love I love all my teams, uh, and I know I've talked about it, you know, before on the on the podcast here. Uh, yeah, probably not the biggest fan of you know football this year, but man, that's awesome. That you know, my favorite team went back to the Super Bowl. It's been what? Six seven years yeah. since they did it last, and you know it was it was cool again. It was good again for me because you know yeah you know best friend came up, watched the game. Yeah, they lost again, but fuck you know that really sucks, you know. So, but uh, it definitely it definitely is a gut punch. Yeah, and then I mean yeah you know you look you know you track it back this year you had you know the Niners in the Super Bowl lost. Uh, let's see. Uh, nothing, nothing last year. Eighteen, seventeen. Dodgers in the World Series lost. Sixteen. Sharks in the final lost. Yeah. So then five fuck, out of the last six 14, years. Fourteen, fucking wasn't it? The Niners lost or thirteen? Uh, thirteen, thirteen. Niners lost. Yeah. The, I've the, I've been through the twenty ten. The twenty twenty tens weren't weren't the best years for you. Hey, when man, it came they were sports. supposed to be the fucking best. You know why? <laughs> All those teams, all those teams had a chance, well, yeah. except for the Sharks. <laughs> the Sharks were the only ones that didn't really have a chance. Yeah, the or, Sharks or, or the Dodgers in, in eighteen. The Sharks are pretty garbage this year. You know? Oh my god! Well, I mean, uh, and I'm not going to be one of those that say, "Oh, well," because Joe Pavelski didn't resign. No, dude, they weren't going to give him seven and a half million dollars a year to stay. Yeah, seven and a half million dollars in California dollars. Is nothing compared to Texas dollars. Yeah, okay. how's he how's he doing there? Not great. He's not built for that system. Um, yeah, you can you can you can bitch piss and moan and shit on the signing of Eric Carlson all you fucking want. Yeah. He's not the reason they're shitting the bed this year. Didn't he they're get hurt? So, and he got hurt. Uh, <laughs> yes, this is. I want to say what his tenth, eighth, eighth, tenth year. I think uh, in in the league, he hasn't played a full eighty two. Game season. I was kind of hoping this was going to be that year. It ain't that year. Uh, dude, dude's been gone for what almost a week now. He got uh, he got uh, thumb surgery. He broke his thumb so bad he can't play anymore. Oh which I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's fine. But I mean to you know to shit on the <laughs> like, organization. Like, okay, wait a minute. He broke his thumb. Who was the guy last year that like broke his jaw and had his jaw wired shut? Like fucking exactly. And played like with his jaw wired exactly. shut. <laughs> So, but I mean, with him, I mean, with him, I mean, I get it. You have to hold a stick and you have to defend and shit, but yeah. still, come on. Like, that's the thing. that fucking guy that's broke his jaw. He's a defenseman. You got to defend, right? Um, 
But uh, <laughs> that must yeah. have been one wicked break of the thumb. Because oh yeah, it, it had it to have been the better, worst. Better, better. That thing, but better have been hanging off of his hand. Yeah, because dude got his jaw wired shut and played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, no, it was. Uh, I mean, it it just really sucks. I mean, again, you can't blame it on the one on the one non-signing, the one signing, because look at all the other shit contracts that are out there. You know, the Vander Kane deal. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, he's gonna get left exposed in the yeah. expansion draft next year. Oh, that's uh, Logan suck. Couture. Uh, yeah, you're gonna throw money towards him. Mark Edward Vlasic. Yeah, probably hasn't put up you know the numbers as a defenseman you know for quite some time. But he's your longest tenured shark now. So yeah, you're not not gonna give him money. Brent Burns. Yeah, let's talk about that. Brent Burns. Uh, he was a solid defenseman for a while. Defenders seem like they don't really last too long. No, they're, but they're, at the same time, they, they seem like they're the relief pitchers yeah. of hockey because they have a couple of good years and then they go into obscurity. Yeah, I mean, Brent Burns. Yeah, maybe, especially now with what twenty some odd games left in the season. Um, you know what? Why not throw him back on on the wing? You know, let him be a forward for a while again. You know, try out some of the young guys down, you know, from down in the system. Although, hey, you know what? The farm system ain't doing too fucking good either. <laughs> All right? The fucking, you know, Stockton Heat, you know, which I am a half-season ticket holder, you know, for. Um, <laughs> how'd, you you know, how'd you swing that? I just said, hey, I want to buy tickets. Not that expensive? They're really not. I mean, for, for, for me and the wife, it cost me, like, Three fifty for ten games each. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, so and like like total. Yeah, I like get them. I, I get them through through work. Yeah, yeah. No, they're good. I mean, I mean the seats are great. I mean the I mean the it's so inexpensive, and it's a good product. Uh, I mean, yeah, sometimes you know they play like shit, but you know that's because you know they got guys that get called up. But yeah, yeah, it's whatever. Um, and they're what um, New Jersey. No, no, no. They're uh, they're actually uh, Calgary. Calgary knows. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, for the Sharks, you know, to keep on with that, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, again, it's a business, right? But it sucks because we get attached to these guys, Brandon Dillon. Nobody really, you know, latched onto him until I think the last season or two. But yeah, he got shipped away. You know, hey, we got picks for it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, let's see who else is there. Um, Barclay Goudreau, holy shit, <laughs> that kid! You know the one, the one yeah. that scored the the one against uh, uh, Vegas yeah. last year uh, against Flurry in uh, that overtime game. Uh, he got shipped away with a with a third round pick, and some fucking way I don't know how Doug Wilson does this shit, but I know everybody's singing their fucking high praises right now for the guy. I I am too because the guy's been turning you know. Chicken shit into chicken salad. Now you see what you do. No, I was kidding. Uh, but no, he he basically turned him and a third round pick into a you know basically a uh, AHL level player and a first rounder. Yeah, a first rounder for a fourth line winger. Exactly. That and of course, my heart breaks a little bit more because Patrick Marlowe got shipped away to the Penguins. But it's okay, because now we can, you know, say, all right, fuck it, go Pittsburgh. 
forgot. Go win the cup. I forgot that that Marlo was back. Yeah, Marlo. Exactly. For, a lot of I people forgot that Marlo forgot was back. That they brought him back. Yeah, but the thing that sucks. But then they shipped him. They flipped him. So yeah. Well, I mean, they were only giving him like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. So like he, flipped, like, like then, he's yeah, playing. You're like right. He's he paying goes, the league He goes minimum. to a fucking championship organization. Yeah. And, get that and that title. was the thing. And everyone's just like, oh shit, Marlo's gone. Oh, I'd be like, well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, yeah, he was back, but the the thing that worries me the most about it is if 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 they do win it, which is great, he'll finally he'll finally get it. But the thing that sucks about it is. He's probably gonna lose that uh, that Iron Man streak that he's been going on, and it's like fifteen hundred plus games. Oh fuck! And it just sucks because I mean, as long as he's on a roster, um, like basically he needs to be in the lineup. He's got to play, and yeah. I, God, I just hope he doesn't lose that. Yeah. Just for the sake of getting a cut, but yeah, you know what? At the same time, I don't well, they, care. They still they they still got fucking fucking Crosby over there. Yeah, Crosby, Malkin, all that fun yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, but, Malkin. Oh yeah. Oh man. So, but hey, <laughs> that, fucking, Al- that team's Alexander, built to win, man. Yeah, uh, Alexander Ovechkin, uh, seven hundred club. Oh shit. He scored seven hundred goals, not this season, yeah. but like overall yeah. in his career. We, well, fuck, man. We've had. There's been a couple like solid hockey players. Yeah. And that we've had to watch. Like he's one of the best. He's. Um, and he didn't get the love he deserved for quite some time. Like he's no. always been considered a great player. He's always been considered number two because Sidney yeah. Crosby came in at around the same time. Oh, dude, Alvechkin's always been one of those guys. That fucking, he's so much fun to watch. Yeah, he's and Crosby better. to me was always super injury prone. I was like, this yeah. guy's getting hurt all the time, and Alvechkin's out here playing every fucking day. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, he's the crazy he's the crazy player. He's the guy that's, you know, he's got the longevity. Granted, yeah. You know, they've been in the league the same amount of time because of the lockout. Because, you know, uh, uh, what, 2004, uh, Ovechkin was taken uh, in that in that draft. And then, of course, you know, they had the lockout season uh, right after. And then, boom, first pick overall was uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, and boom, it turns out to be Sidney Crosby, you know. Um, so, I mean, granted, yeah, they started about the same time. Uh, well, literally the same season. But... Um, yeah, all the praise and all the hype was always on Sidney Crosby, and I mean, granted, yeah, the you know the guys won what three Stanley Cups. Uh, he won his first one. Well, he went to his first one what three years in. He won it for the first time four years in. Youngest captain in history to win it. Whatever you know, whatever you want to say, but overall, Election is going to have the better. He basically he's got the better line. Yeah, he doesn't have you know three Stanley Cups to his yeah. name, but he got one. Bucket. Yeah, he got he, one. he's got the one. That's all he needs. And his team, if you look at it, the Penguins have always had guys built around. Yeah, They're, like Malkin. Malkin's a fucking great yeah. player too. Yeah, and they got guys built around. They have a great yeah. goalie, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And when you look at at uh, Washington for a while, it was just they, so bad. They tried. They tried. They tried to you know set up around him, and you know at a time they. Kind of did. It's just they ran into the hotter penguin team. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of, you know, kind of oxymoron ish, you know, hot <laughs> penguins, right? Um, but no, it, I don't know. I mean, hockey as a whole, um, I love the game. I love the sport. Um, I love that it's growing. Um, I hate ignorant fan bases. Who's the, who's the top team this year? Oh, God. Right now, I mean, it's, it's, uh, uh, what it's uh, uh, Washington, Washington out of the East, 
right now than I mean you got uh, yeah, somehow Vegas, but really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, back, went, they're back at top, huh? Yeah, Vegas. Well, Vegas is back at top, at least in the Pacific uh, for the moment. Um, I think as of yesterday, four, four or five Canadian teams are technically in the playoffs if they started the day. Oh, wow. I know. I know. Hey, how Canadians, long, eh? Yeah, how long would they last? Oh, actually, no. Every team except for is the Ottawa? Canadians. <laughs> Ottawa, oh, the Senators, think, eh? Yeah, yeah, Ottawa Senators. Ottawa. And uh, every time, you know, the you know, the Sharks lose, and every time, you know, they lose a player, um, it becomes, oh, man, good thing, you know, you guys got that first overall. Oh, wait, no, you don't. Yeah. You know, because, of course, they gave it up for, uh, for fucking Eric Carlson, but it's whatever, you know? You knew what you were getting yourself into. Hey, that's like for for just to jump back to baseball real quick. That's why I was like, hey, it's cool. Fucking we didn't sign Bumgarner. We didn't sign Will Smith. Uh, There was one other guy that left. Uh, We got three draft pick compensations for those. Uh, Uh, Oh, the qualifying um, offer. Did did you get did you get what did you get something for uh, Pilar? Um, no, because no. he was non-tendered. No, okay. so okay. no, I think it was just those two. I think it was Will Smith and, and Bumgarner. Okay, because both those guys were they didn't accept the qualifying offers. Man became they free they became free agents, and you get draft pick compensation if they resign if they sign with someone else. And hey, that's so, cool. So they got two two draft picks in yeah. compensation for two guys that left. So mm-hmm. I'm perfectly happy mm-hmm. with that. Uh, to jump back into football again, real quick. Have you watched any of the XFL? I have. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Who is your team? Um, I like the uh, DC Defenders. Ooh, see, I was gonna say the same. I like the DC, DC Defenders. Defenders. Yeah. Uh, they are the they're the, the most entertaining team to watch. Yeah. Uh, they have the best team and they have the best quarterback. That's their biggest issue, as everybody's been talking about. Is their quarterback play is just horrible. Yeah. Uh, their quarterbacks are awful, and uh, Cardale Jones looks like a superstar out there. Which is funny. I was like last week's game I was watching, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He's so good. I was like, week one, he was killing everybody. I was like, this guy's so good. How's he not in the NFL? And I look at him. He played in the NFL. He's a backup for the Chargers, and I'm pretty sure he's Big Ben's backup at one point. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no wonder. He had to sit behind Rivers and Big Ben, yeah. and nobody could see what he could actually do. Yeah. And now he's here playing in the XFL, and he looks like a superstar because there are shitty quarterbacks everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And he looked like a guy that, that could benefit off of a season of the XFL, maybe getting a job in the NFL. Well, Hey, that that's what happened with uh, Tommy Maddox. Tommy Maddox is the only, well, I mean, well, maybe not going forward, but for the longest time, Tommy Maddox is the only one to have a XFL championship and a Super Bowl ring. There you go. I've been, I've been liking it. I think it's, I think it's fun. I like the new kickoff. Mm-hmm. The um, have you seen how they've been doing that? I have seen that. I, like, I enjoy that. I like that. I have a feeling they might implement that. They might, maybe four years down the line. Yeah, they might, and I like that. I like the um, the whole one, two, and three point extra points. Mm-hmm. That's different. I like that. I think that's cool. And then I like the like in game interviews, like on the sidelines. The in game interviews those, are the best. Those are fantastic. Holy shit. How did you miss that kick? Yeah, those are you know. fucking fantastic. What is going through your mind right now after throwing your tenth interception <laughs> of the game? <laughs> and it's like Pat McAfee down there, some shit. And he's got, and you got the fuck, you got uh, yeah. who was who was it? Uh, week week one or some shit. McAfee asks a question to somebody that just missed a play or some shit. And then up in the booth, you had like Troy Aikman or somebody. You had some uh, mm-hmm. big time football quarterback being like, man, that getting asked questions on the field, that's got to be tough. Like, <laughs> commenting <laughs> on it. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like, yeah. this is fucking great. See, that, that is what's missing. 
But then again, you'll have everybody with the PC police coming through and saying, oh, oh man, these guys shouldn't be put on the spot. Why not? Who cares? They know what they're Why getting not? into. You know? Why not put them on the spot? Yeah, I, you know? I, just, I, like, I just like Twitter, right? On Twitter, sorry to cut you off. On Twitter, yeah, we can, you know, spout out and say, like, I think I say, rest in peace, Rob Baronis. I remember one time he missed a kick. I lost a fantasy game. I tweeted about well, it. Hey, remember earlier this season, the Cincinnati Bengals, or no, it was, was it the Cincinnati Bengals or Cleveland Browns player? I can't remember. There was a defensive player that somebody was ripping on him on Twitter and he fucking responded to him oh, saying God. that he would kill his family that. and shit. Oh, no, it was, shit. A, it was a media guy. Like, I think he played for the Browns and mm-hmm. was like, this fucking defender out here is awful. Like, yeah. missing fucking all these plays, yeah. just ripping on him. Yeah. And he responded to him saying, uh, catch me like, you know, like here, here's my address. Fucking come find me. Come see me. See, say that shit to my face. Like he went off on him and they released him the next day. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he went all fucking hood on oh, the guy. And it was, <laughs> it was no. fucking great. It was like a week after the Garrett incident happened. Holy shit. Yeah, so it was like a guy f- in the defense, so they were like, what the fuck, dude, is going on with the Browns? Yeah. <laughs> fucking, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, that shit right there is, I love the, the in-game yeah. interviews, man. Oh, yeah, no, that, that uh, I mean, it needs to be implemented more. But I honestly, I think the XFL, I think it could be a success. I think it could be. Um, yeah, I don't want to get my, you know, hopes, I, hopes up, but I've, I got a feeling uh, we might get two years out of this. I, I think because it, you know, it's something different and the play is by far better than it was the first go around. Mm-hmm. It, it, which is not saying much, but it's still, it's by far better. This is a better XFL. That, that's what it should have come on and said. And, I just like the idea of there being more football and mm-hmm. the what was it the AAF or whatever or the what AFL uh, or whatever yeah, the fuck the it AFL. Was, that, that was around for one year and then they hemorrhaged money and they had to close pretty much yeah that I think this is a better version of that and people were really excited about that last year or two years mm-hmm. ago or whatever it was they were like oh this is cool new different type of football and I think from what I saw of that and from what I've seen of the XFL just through three weeks or four weeks or whatever it is I think this is better production wise everything yeah. it's better and football play and yeah you're not going to get NFL level football this is like minor league football mm-hmm. but if they can and, and it's not meant to be yeah. National football, and if they can, if they can somehow, like, you know, I was reading something about the quarterback play, and if they can somehow get good ratings and last, maybe they could get quarterbacks like guys in the NFL that are backups that, that are, don't want to be backups. that don't want to be backups. Yeah. Guys like I'm trying to think of RG three. RG three would be a perfect example. A guy like that. Or a fucking guy, Jimmy Clausen, <laughs> like a guy like like this may be a bad example, but a guy like a Josh McCown, he's mm-hmm. older, but a guy like he's he's really old, but a yeah. guy like that, like career wise, a mm-hmm. guy who's always floundered on being, he's given shot after shot to be a starter, never really been there, but he's capable of doing it. But the NFL play is higher level than yeah, you know, he's he's a guy that he's a locker room leader, he's a quarterback that can gunsling but Mm -hmm. a guy that's not going to be in every you know 16 17 you know whatever week starter will we see nick Foles in the xfl that could be a possibility but nick Foles is a guy that i i have a feeling that that he he's somehow going to find his way back in philly 
Again? Yes. Oh god. I think Philly won- Philly realized how important that they give away the how, wrong guy. How important? No, no, just how important having someone yeah. like him is because Carson Wentz is their guy, but he is injury prone, and mm-hmm. you have to have a capable backup. And if we may not be talking about them the same way if they would have had him over McCown because McCown was the guy that came in to replace him, mm-hmm. and he played okay. But Nick Foles was always that. I don't. I, I mean, Nick Foles could be a starter. He definitely could be, but God, why are you calling me? Fucking my mother's calling me real quick. I'm not gonna answer, but she sent me a text, yeah. and she does this all the time. That if I don't reply right away, she just calls me, and it's like, no, uh, oh, man, go ahead, pick it up, pick it no. up, put, put her, put her on the show. No, I don't want to do that. No, you don't want to put her on the show. Um, hold on, let me see. Yeah, you say yeah. Uh, she's. Oh, I'm. Uh, hold, hold on one sec. Just just cover some air real quick while I talk about something. <laughs> I'm gonna send a text real quick. There you go. Click 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 click. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, I mean, you know, touched up on you know a little bit of everything. Actually, you know what? We did talk about sports, but hey, we're, we're gonna how, talk some how, wrestling. How about, how about sports entertainment? Yeah. There you go. I I haven't really been sports entertained in a while. And you know what? I actually kind of had an epiphany the other night, uh, coming home from from Mad Monk. Actually, uh, isn't it a great story? Oh my god, it's, it's a great. fucking great story, dude. It's it's you know, like it's, it's Rasputin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a mix of it's it's a Rasputin with a thrift store. Yeah, that's so, fantastic. So, so the thrift store is owned by the same company as Rasputin, and it's a Bay Area thing. Mm-hmm. And Mad Monk is there their company within. So there's only a couple of those mad monks that they've recently started doing that Rasputin, like because they own the thrift store, Mm -hmm. they wanted to combine both of them, but they had to put it under a new umbrella. So mad monk is like their new umbrella. And yeah, the closest one's Modesto. It's in a fucking old babies are us. It's fucking massive. It's, it's amazing. It has everything. It took me me forever to find, you know, a couple things that I was actually looking for. But when I found it, I was like, wow, that's actually a, pretty decent haul that you can get oh it's a and they it's got, a great and they store. got deals left and right but uh yeah like i was saying with uh i was talking to my wife on the way home um uh i did i found i finally found uh wrestlemania 31 i found wrestlemania 31 on blu-ray bought it up and i bought it up yep granted yes i do still have the network yeah you know? I, I i own it i bought it when it came out i i yeah. still have it i think the only wrestlemanias i have on dvd are I have thirty. I have thirty-one, and that is, and I think twenty. Yeah, twenty's my favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twenty's my favorite yeah. because because I'm such a big like Eddie that fan. that era for me that that um, two thousand four, mm-hmm. two thousand three, two thousand four was like me being like eleven, twelve years old was like the biggest for me, and the, yeah. my my like three favorite wrestlers were like on top of the world that year, so. Yeah, yeah. That WrestleMania had my two favorite wrestlers winning titles back to back, you know, and then mm-hmm. fucking seeing Undertaker return as the Dead Man type of thing. Like, I never got into Undertaker as like the biker guy. I was always like, he's just weird. Yeah, like, I mean, it was. Yeah, he just looks like my uncle, like one of my uncle's friends that smells like cigarettes and is an asshole. So I was like, never gravitated towards that. So I liked the supernatural Undertaker mm-hmm. and all that, and the can- the fucking weird. Unmasked Kane and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Fester. Yeah. Uh, but no, um, I did. I had this epiphany. Uh, I had this epiphany. Granted, yes, still a fan. I love professional wrestling. Uh, probably always will. But to me, I feel like that show. When we went to that show, uh, 
I felt like I had hit my peak. So it was a great WrestleMania. Yeah. It was, um, it, I get where you're coming from. Like, yeah. I know what you, like over the last few years, I remember you definitely saying stuff like, uh, you don't watch as much and stuff. Yeah. And I'm kind of where you were a few years ago now. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mainly watch Wednesdays and I record Mondays. I record yeah. Fridays. I listen to a lot of different things that if, if it tells me, like, you know, somebody s- says something, oh, Monday was good. Then I go back and go I'll back, watch check it. Check it out, right? But I usually don't watch like tonight. I will not be watching Raw live. Oh no, no, I I haven't watched Raw live in can't tell you. I can't yeah. can't really answer. Well, like question. honestly, for me, since I moved here, I haven't watched any of them live really uh-huh. because um, having Comcast, everything doesn't start till eight. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch three hours. Yeah, shit, I like, want to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would watch it. I would watch it live. Like if it started at six, and I'd let it record till seven, mm-hmm. and then I'd fucking zoom past shit that I didn't like, and I'd watch it quickly. Yeah. Or I'd watch it. I'd start it at eight, and the whole show would be recorded, so I could skip through everything I didn't like. Yeah. Now I just watch it on Tuesday. If it, if I if I heard it's good on Tuesday, then I'll watch it on Tuesday and yeah. I'll skip through the shit that I don't want to watch. Same thing with SmackDown. Sometimes I'm home on Friday and I'll watch it. Like but I usually don't. And I usually don't watch it. I haven't I watched this week, so I probably won't watch it till Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I usually just and I record backstage. So I'll just watch that, get my highlights from that shit. Yeah. And then I won't have to watch Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. And I course. usually just watch um, I watch AEW and NXT. I've been watching. I've I've done this since it started. I watch AEW first, and then I watch NXT right afterwards. And I do that every Wednesday. Here, I got to do it a little differently because both shows start at eight. So I watch AEW on my computer. Mm-hmm. Like I start it at like some some weeks. I start it at five or whenever it starts, or six or whatever the time it actually starts at mm-hmm. live on the computer. I'll watch the live stream. But most of the time, I started at like seven when it when it ends, so I can skip through the shit that I don't like. Because yeah. hey, newsflash, I even do that on AEW and NXT. I skip yeah. through shit that I don't like. Yeah. That's one thing I see a lot on Twitter is a lot of wrestling fans complaining about. Oh, I hated this segment. If you don't like it, skip it. Fuck. Yeah. Like and stop complaining yeah. about it. And that's the thing. <laughs> if you don't like it, that's cool. If you want to talk about it, yeah, that's what Twitter is for. Like it's there to you know to vent it out. But it's like. You don't have to like everything. Yeah. If you like you're everything, not going to hey, like good everything. for you. But again, yeah, like you said, you're not going to like everything. Yeah. And, you know, like right now, I'm kind of hesitant on, you know, looking at even, you know, looking at tickets for Double or Nothing. Yeah. I know I know that they went on sale last week. You know, I, I like I thought about getting them again, but I was just like, I don't know. You know, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to go to, but I don't know. You know, maybe if they came a little bit closer. Yeah. Because, right. I mean, yeah, even even Vegas, even well, though... We're yeah. going to... We're uh, Me and Cody were talking about a couple... Like, last week, mm-hmm. one of our buddies lives in L.A. We're going to go to WrestleMania next year. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, it, it, it's already been decided. I mean, and again, like I said, you know, like I said, I, I've hit that peak. And, yeah, I've been to a few shows here and there since then. But, I mean, my fandom is just... I mean, you can't really, you know go up from from wrestlemania yeah and i mean i like like once you go to one you're like okay i've seen it it's 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 funny because it's like i don't know i like uh i like pretty much i i I watch everything but it's just like yeah there's just not enough time in the day to there's so much to watch in the week and it's like fuck man like i just don't there's stuff is certain stuff is not compelling enough 
Mm-hmm. It's just not. And like, I don't know what, what, um, that's why I watch Wednesdays because both shows are, are worth watching. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both worth watching yeah. for me on the day because and, they're yeah. both good shows. And we did. We, um, uh, without, without watching pretty much anything from like any buildup, like I knew what some of the matches were going to be for, uh, for TakeOver. I was just like, all right, cool. Oh, that was like, one of the best takeovers I've yeah. ever seen. And I was just like, wow, like this is this is cool. Like I feel like I really haven't, you know, missed anything. You know, you know, and you know, like you've talked about before, you'll you'll sit, you'll binge, you know, uh, the few weeks leading up to the show, you know, sometimes. Yeah. You know, watch the show, you know what happens and just take it all in and be like, Wow, that's awesome. Me, yeah, I haven't really seen anything. Yeah. I mean, the last thing I really watched was uh uh what, Finn? You know, basically, you know, doing the doing the you know doing the kick on uh, Gargano, like to kind of start and then you kickstart the whole thing. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that was pretty badass. Like that match was awesome. Yeah. You know that match was awesome. I mean the whole the whole rest of the show was good. The whole card, I thought the whole card was good. The the one match on it that just wasn't my thing was the one uh, the women's title match. That yeah, was the one that match. was a little weak, eh. but that. Women's fucking street fight was great. That um, yeah, it was a little weird. Couple a couple of spots, especially the the one where Tegan Knox like literally like ran up and like like jumped and like landed back first on the on the on the trash can that uh, Dakota Kai was sitting in. I was just like, what the fuck was that? But then again, I think so was the entire world. Yeah, they were going they were going balls to the walls though, yeah. and it all fit the feud and yeah. The, the and then tag- the botch table spot at the end. Yeah, well, but it's all good. You can't so, really uh, tag match though. Tag match was great. The tag match was awesome. The Dijakovic Lee match was fucking. I bonkers. felt that one was too long. It was a little too long. They did a lot of shit, but it's bonkers. Yeah. Those guys do fucking. I think, I think you could have shaved like five ten minutes off. You would have been good. Those guys scare me every time they do shit. Oh, they're big guys. I, I think that they like do when they do the Spanish fly off the top rope. Like, they're oh such God. big guys. And it <laughs> does. It, it scares yourself. me too. Oh, so, so but yeah. uh, like those those guys are just just big. They're just huge guys. So yeah, I mean, and and you know, I I I liked the show. I think I think. You can't. It's I don't. I don't know. It's weird. It's you can't really compare. Like, for me, it's it's hard after seeing this like two Wednesday shows going on for as long as they have now. Mm-hmm. You can't really compare both of them. Because, They're two different shows. Because AEW is like a full bl- like it's it's a different show than what you're getting for for NXT. NXT is the WWE version of just a straight wrestling show. Yeah. And there are storylines there, but they don't dedicate twenty minutes to promos and. They don't do that. They yeah. dedicate maybe a five minutes or seven minutes to a quick in-ring spot. Most of the promos are pre-tapes and stuff like that. It's yeah. a lot of wrestling and it's good wrestling. AEW, there's, you know, they're working. They work through their shit weekly to to make things better, and I like that. You know, they they work through the criticism, and some weeks there's a lot of action and there's promos and there's everything, and some weeks are good, some weeks are bad. I think they've been on a streak of having like three really good shows in a row. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it all goes back to, I believe it was the, and the week before the lashing episode was good. And then that, that lashing episode was just fuck, man. That was such compelling TV at the end, building up to mm-hmm. that shit. And then last week's cage match was, was fucking great too. And the whole show, like there's, you know, I don't like the, I, I, I don't like their women's division. I probably haven't given it, 
enough of a chance. But I don't feel like they've given it as enough n- enough. Of no, a chance. they they haven't. But I I don't. I I will I will truthfully say I skip through most of those matches. I I mm-hmm. can't take it. I just can't take it. I don't fucking I don't gravitate towards the alien chick. I don't gravitate towards the fucking you know the 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 transgendered chick. I don't fucking gravitate towards the little schoolgirl. None of them, none of them look exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Nothing about them. So it's like when there's one show that has fucking Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley and like these actual badass women, yeah, badass who, you know, women and Candice LeRae and yeah, and yeah. Dakota Kai, these are all badass women who can work and they they look good yeah. and all this kind of shit. And that's one show, and then on this other show, you got the alien who's poking somebody in the forehead. Like I don't care. I'm not gonna yeah. I, that that shit. Don't like. I'm just not interested. I was gonna say one one way you can look at it, and uh, like different ways you can compare. You can say, you know what, NXT is like is like a PWG show with bigger backing from four years ago, right? Or like three or four years ago, and then now you can look at A and W and say. But you know what? This is also PWG, but from like two years ago. Yeah. But also with bigger backing then. Mm-hmm. You know, but with you know a few of these guys you yeah. know, dashed in. And I mean, there's there's stuff about that, AEW that, that, that yeah. I that I don't like. Just like there's stuff about NXT. You know, there are characters that I don't like. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. But and the, and you can tell the last couple of weeks, they've kind of been getting rid of those guys on TV. Mm-hmm. Like they're not there. Like. You know, you don't. We we haven't been seeing a lot of fucking Joey Janela on television because it's like the guy isn't really that fucking compelling. He's really not. And maybe we'll see him on Dark, but I don't watch Dark, so I don't, I don't watch Dark either. So I've never watched. Dark. And and this whole idea of them getting another show that'll probably be similar to Dark on like True TV or some other mm-hmm. network, you know, which is fine for these guys that aren't getting a lot of TV time. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. But they should be keeping guys like that off the TV and putting guys like Jungle Boy and MJF on the TV because those are guys that yeah. fucking are actually compelling. Those are characters that are going to bring you oh, new I mean, viewers. If you saw this, bring it, you it, new people. If you saw this last week's episode, the reaction that Darby Allen got, mm-hmm. I mean, that fucking guy is over beyond. And he they've done such a great job making him his own special character. Mm-hmm. And that guy's fucking great. And I didn't know who the fuck he was before this. Yeah. So it's like, that's a, they've done such a great job with him and MJF. They've done such a good job. MJF, you don't really have to do much with. Just give him a mic. Oh, yeah. Talk. No, like, like, he'll, yeah. He'll, he'll go to down. Like, he's, he is that good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, dude, him, him and fucking Jungle Boy are 23. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? And so is Darby Allen. Like, Darby Allen's like 27. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? These guys are so yeah. young. So it's... Those are the guys that they're building, and and I like that kind of stuff. The I I really like what they're doing with Hangman too. This whole Hangman and Kenny thing mm-hmm. with with the 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 Bucks and the whole elite, and he doesn't want nothing to do with them, and kind of blows them off after the matches, and goes and grabs a beer from the crowd and chugs the beer. I love that shit. It fucking makes him likable. People in the crowd like him now. Mm-hmm. Like they were looking at, at him like we like him, but who is he? Mm-hmm. You know, and now he's got a little bit of a compelling part to his character and they're going to have their match, you know, at revolution. It's the bucks against hangman and, and Omega now for the tag titles. So there's going to be some stuff there. They're building that shit They're The I'm, I'm trying my best to stay somewhat interested in this whole dark order shit, but I think they're horrible. And, yeah. but I'm somewhat interested in who this exalted one is. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see what they're going to do with this, 
but I still have little to no faith in them because they are awful and they haven't really made them out to be anything other than awful. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting what they're doing though. They're taking the criticism they're getting and they're kind of, and they're building it into a, something further. Like let's plant a seed and slowly there's stuff like that that I can appreciate for right. sure because WWE doesn't do that. They don't, Not especially, anymore. especially with the, that's what the Cody Rhodes thing is so important. Like they've been building this fucking feud for, for just a, what six eight weeks or whatever like a little bit longer maybe and oh, it's like with the the, uh, the MJF stuff? yeah and that they yeah. the lashing was like they announced it like four weeks out and then when it happened it meant so much and then the cage match was two weeks after that and the cage match happens it's meant so much mm -hmm. everything is meant so much that and MJF actually has heat to where the fucking fans don't like this guy and they mm -hmm. want to see Cody get his hands on him and kick the shit out of him and there's this little clause where oh if he touches him before the match it won't happen so there's a reason why oh, they're running across each other, but there's a reason why Cody can't just beat the shit out of him right there because he can't. He's got a fucking legal, yeah. you know. So there's stuff that's there that, and there's layers to it that you don't have to blow your wad after one week. You know, the WWE always blows their wad after one week. They get so impatient and they just blow it. So it's refreshing to see a story being told over a long period of time yeah. and then seeing the build up to that. So it's like, you know, Jericho Moxley's been the same thing. They've been building that story up weeks and weeks and weeks. So I think, I mean, what they're doing, I like mm -hmm. right now, but that's the top stuff. You know, fucking, I haven't really been other than, other than those shows. I haven't been really watching much. Yeah. I, I haven't watched power in a, in a couple of weeks. No, nah, I haven't so. watched power in this whole second season. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, you're, uh, uh your boy, Ziggy Dice. Keeps, uh, keeps getting uh, shout outs on a uh, uh, different podcast I listen to. Yeah, so Solo Monster said, uh, I think he said something like, uh, like uh, just, you know, yeah, if I get Zicky Dice, yeah, just rename him like Sticky Rice. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> fucking guy's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> Pulling the fucking, uh, in, in his, because he does like magic and shit. So yep. in his matches, he'll he'll like you know like the fucking clown pulls the shit out of their mouth like <laughs> <laughs> so like in the middle of a match he'll start gagging and he'll start pulling out like lines and lines and lines of shit out of his mouth. <laughs> it's fucking so ridiculous, dude. But it's great. It's getting people talking. That fucking guy. It gets people talking. Yeah. Shit. Well, fuck. I don't know what else. Yeah. We got anything else? We've gone so, for man. a fucking a good hour yeah, forty. Yeah, an hour and a half. A quick, well, fuck, we, you mentioned it before we recorded, quick Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah. Enjoy, uh, enjoyed it, yeah? I enjoyed it. Uh, I did. I enjoyed it. Um, what do you think about this comparison? Um, female Deadpool. No. Similar, it, it felt so similar to me in those movies. Uh, I was going to say. Especially Deadpool 2, see, two yeah. with the sidekicks and everything. This movie felt like Deadpool 2. Like, yeah, not as, she's not as crude as him, mm -hmm. and, like, the gags are different. But it's the same for me. It was like the same style of movie, like the yeah. kick-ass anti-hero. That's yeah. that's and, and quirky see, and yeah. And see, that's the thing. You 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 see this happening. You're probably going to get more R-rated superhero movies yeah. going forward, and because I mean that's just what it is anymore. If you want to stand out from what you've done before, you got to put the edge in. Yeah, you're going to lose ticket sales. By, you know, for you know, for you know, for the kids or from the kids, if you will, but the parents are going to go see it, yeah, because the parents were fans of that comic. Well, Deadpool's massive success. Yeah. So was Logan. So 
Yeah. Those movies can be successful mm-hmm. box office wise, even yeah. if kids aren't going to see And I'm it. not saying, hey, you know, R rated Batman, R rated Superman. An R rated Batman would be cer- badass, yeah, though. Certain, <laughs> certain stories, if you were to actually make Hush, or if you were to make Long Halloween, which apparently this new one is loosely based off of. The, uh, the still shots from the new Batman. I, I like the suit. The bat bike looked badass. Yeah, I dig it. Pattinson, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sold. Pattinson's fucking great. Yeah, he looked, he looked pretty dope. He looked pretty dope. We'll see. The eyes on the bat suit was the only thing that I was a little weird about, but I think that may just be the I goggles think it's just that for he was. The, yeah. yeah, I think it's just the goggles part. But yeah. hey, if they were like that, that's cool. Dude, he looked badass. The suit looked fucking sick. Yeah. It looked like military wear. Mm-hmm. Like it looked real realistic. Like it didn't look like a Batman. Like it looked like a Batman suit, but it looked like military mm-hmm. shit. Like yeah. fucking looked badass. Now one one that I would like for them to do, um, live action or uh, you know uh, animation, uh, uh, Broken Knight, the one with the uh, with the actual introductory of Bane. Yeah, I would love for that to happen and for that to be like a, you know, uh, like a live action movie. That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I fuck Birds of Prey. I thought it was really. Um, I, what intrigued me to go see it was that I had heard they did their own stunts. I so I went just for that. I was like, they did their own stunts. I am intrigued. I hated Suicide Squad. Oh, but Suicide I, Squad but this, this, this movie had nothing to do. So if you're on the fence about this, this movie had nothing to do with Suicide Squad. Like they talk about it a little bit, but yeah, she, she talked, it's, it's breaking up. She's breaking up with Joker. That's pretty much yeah. it. There's no reference to Joker other than they're breaking up. Yeah. The only, the only thing that ties the two movies together is Harley Quinn. That's yeah. That's it. That's it. So yeah, they, they, it's pretty much starting over type of thing. And yep. she, um, Another thing that was like a real Deadpool coincidence type of thing is um, this was like a, you know, she she's a producer on this. Mm-hmm. So this was like a character that that Margot Robbie wanted to continue on, saw potential in it, mm-hmm. saw the market. So, um, and, and I mean, and, there, there's at least there's at least one more in in her. Yeah, there definitely Ford, is. So. Uh, Ewan McGregor as the villain was fucking great. He was so fucking entertaining for me. Yeah. I, I, that fucking, he, what was he, Black Mask or whatever? Yeah, Black Mask. He, he was hilarious. The part where he's explaining to uh, Canary about the, uh, the heads in the room. Mm-hmm. Like these are, they sever their heads and they put them in boiling water and shrink them. And these are thousands of years old. Now they're on sticks in my walls. How gross or whatever. Like, or how, yeah. whatever he says. It's like so eccentric and weird, but he's such a brutal killer. I was like, this fucking guy is great. This guy's nuts. Yeah. So I, I, I loved, I loved that part of it. I, and then the, the stunts are kick ass. They, they mm-hmm. really are kick ass. And I was watching this fucking movie like, they really didn't do their own fucking stunts. And it's so impressive because. Who's the people that say that like, you know, there there can't be a female driven kick ass action movie are fucking nuts because this is like you can watch yeah. this movie and be like they are doing their own stunts like you're watching. There's certain scenes that were like this is like a John Wick fight scene. Mm-hmm. They're doing a and they're doing legitimate shit that that Keanu Reeves would be doing. The tactical training and the takedowns and the way that, like, I mean, shit, there was shit in there that they were doing, like, judo takedowns and stuff like that, and actual fight shit, and they were actually doing it. Yeah. And one of them was in high heels at one point. I'm like, this is impressive as fuck, and they had to put their time in. So it made me appreciate the movie a whole hell of a lot more. Yeah, and to think about it, it's not so much, I mean, granted, yeah, you can look at Harley Quinn and say, yeah, you know, that's like a leading role, but really, think about it, all these girls, 
they're not they're not main characters. They're all side characters. Yeah. And they were they were badass. They all were badass together. The yeah. one the arrow girl was fucking sick. Her how she couldn't get her name out was oh, yeah. fucking Huntress. <laughs> she couldn't get they were they all yeah. they all call her the arrow fucking yeah. arrow the crossbow, kill, the crossbow killer. killer. I'm yeah. not the crossbow killer. Like it sounds way cooler than yeah. her fucking name. So yeah, so, I, I, I thought it was good. Um, no, it, it was. It was good. But um yeah, I mean, wasn't bad. Yeah, that was the last one. That's the last movie that I saw in theaters. We're in a dead zone right now in theaters, movies to see in theaters right now. Yeah, but, there's really nothing coming out for a while, huh? No, I, I have to keep my, like, you know, I, I, I went... I went last month. I went this month. I try to keep my streak of actually going at least once a month. So that was mm-hmm. the movie I saw this month. But there wasn't anything that I wanted to see this week. Um, yeah. They have the classic cinema. At, oh, yeah. The, I was going to say, I the, think we're going to go see uh, uh, Goodfellas. Godfather. And was, Godfather. Godfather was last night, and uh, I just couldn't get myself to go. And yeah. it, they do it only at 1 it's, and it's 7. On, it's on Wednesday, right? Wednesday Sundays and, Sunday? and Wednesdays. Yeah. I might go on Wednesday, but but I'd have to go at 7, and it's a three-hour movie. So it's And I've seen it. So it's like, I love the movie, and yeah, I'd, like to, seen see, it in the I'd like to see it in the theaters. But yeah. I, you know what last night was dreading for me? is like, there's a period of The Godfather, the middle portion when he goes to the old country, that I was like, I don't think I can sit through this in the theater. It's great, but it's just such a fucking old school meddling mm-hmm. long period that nothing happens. He's just in the old country and you're learning about his family yeah. and shit. And you're like, God damn. But dude, Goodfellas, that would be That'd be a good one to go see. I uh there's nothing really that that's coming out that I want to see uh-huh. um, that I know of. Um so yeah, I mean, that was that was the one one movie since the last time I did a show. I didn't do a show last week, so I'm sorry about that. I just got fucking lazy. Yeah. I didn't have anything to talk about other than politics, and I didn't want to talk about politics alone. Oh, no. Politics gotta, get boring sometimes. Got to get somebody to talk about politics with somebody because then you can bounce your ideas off somebody. If you're just talking it by yourself, it's just kind of, yeah. kind of me just spouting my opinion about something and uh, whatever. No, but all right, I mean, fuck, let's wrap this bitch up. Right. One, 145, always. One, one, 145 and 10 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, until, until fucking next time, you can. Uh, yeah, until next time. Uh, you, you can, can follow follow uh, Nick on, on Twitter. Uh, I am at the Nick Jackson. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Johnny the Mook. Yeah, there you go. And then, yeah, you can follow the show on Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. At, at the Loser Hour. Yeah, at Loser Hour. Share the shit, like the shit, listen to the shit, all that good stuff, you know. Listen to it while you shit. Yeah, listen to it while you shit. Exactly. Bye-bye. So, I mean, yeah, episode 33 in the book until next week. It's in the can. <laughs>